Hello, welcome to the New Stack Makers, a podcast where we talk about at scale application development, deployment, and management. Citrix offers production grade, fully supported application delivery solutions that provide the most comprehensive integration with Kubernetes platforms and open source tools, greater scale and lower latency, consistent application and API security, and a holistic observability stack. Hey everyone, hope all is well out there in the land of developers, operations, pros, and the rest. Hope you're finding your application delivery working up to snuff. And if not, you might want to listen to our speaker today, Pankaj Gupta, Senior Director of Product Marketing at Citrix. Hello, Pankaj, how are you? I'm doing wonderful, Alex, and glad to be here with you. Great. So our topic is application delivery, and you're describing it as this shift in application delivery that we're seeing, and we're going to go through a presentation. So why don't we just get right into it? Thank you, Alex. It is the time to relook at it, application delivery and security infrastructure to really modernize it. We see two things as a huge market transition happening as we speak. First is that application experience is evolving as a new currency for differentiation, new currency for customer intimacy, engagement, employee productivity. And I think recently the pandemic has made every digital business a experience delivery company for that. And if you talked about transition to cloud and SaaS few years back, everybody was going towards it. But the question now is that how fast I can move and how confidently and reducing the risk I can achieve with hyper-transition to cloud and SaaS. It's opening a lot of new opportunities and challenges for each one of you. One of them is that IT seems to be in a perpetual catch-up mode with the business. IT complexity continue to increase, and IT has a feeling that they are not in their lockstep with the business for that. And internet has evolved as a new enterprise when the application experiences, the businesses are delivered over internet. But internet state still remains a big blind spot for application delivery. Even today, when you are watching the podcast, this application or this experience is being delivered over internet. And internet experience depends on internet state, which is continuously dynamic. And the third challenge is which we hear from our customers is the fragmented application and API security. So this is the time to look at your application delivery infrastructure and take a new radical approach to build new application delivery and security infrastructure. And that's the reason Citrix is introducing a new application delivery and security service, which is a radical shift how applications are delivered for your users for that. Just a quick question. We're going to get into kind of this topic around being intent-driven. The history of load balancers go back to the 90s. And back in the 90s, they were pretty much hardware-based. And so is this approach you're taking software-based or could you help us understand the premise behind it? Yes. 
Load balancers has been here for two decades and they have become a fundamental requirement for application delivery. But market has seen a huge transition moving from hardware capacity constraint boxes to more software form factors with Citrix has brought it like the VPX. And then they evolved into add more functionalities like integrating the security application protection, API protection, bot management into that. And then they also evolved to available in container form factor. So they are as well as the bare metal versions. But now where the market is moving is towards services because everybody is looking for a very simple way to deploy and consume the application delivery infrastructure for that. And that's where this new service is a pure SaaS service, which we call it Citrix Application Delivery and Security Service. And more importantly, this is also industry's first intent-driven application delivery and security service. And it is a paradigm shift, not just for today, but it is also a platform for the next decade, how applications will be delivered from the cloud. When we talk about intent-based environments, that's more a declarative environment. As I understand in the history of load balancers, back in the day, you know, it was all manually done. You know, you had to like configure the servers one by one and you had to get them working in concert that way. And so we have seen in the overall market, the advent of declarative infrastructure. And so the intent then is to have an outcome that is really driven by automation. And so what makes the intent-based approach that you're doing different than other declarative approaches? You're absolutely right, Alex. Intent-based networking has been in market for a couple of years, and they have touched intent-based or declarative intent in routing, switching, and wireless other infrastructure. But the benefits and implementation of intent-based infrastructure hasn't come to the application delivery until recently, now Citrix is introducing. And I'm going to answer the question in two parts. What makes a difference? And the second part is that giving you a real-life example. This new Citrix intent-driven application delivery and security service is built on four human principles. And the biggest human principle is intent-driven. As a human, we identify intent and translate into a discrete actions. Like when I want to go on a vacation, I book my flights, I book my hotel, book recreational activities, and when I come back, I review everything. Did it went to the plan? Did I exceeded the budget? And then helps me to plan the next vacation better. Exactly like this, this service takes the intent or KPIs, which you define into this new GUI for this service. And this service automatically takes that intent and translates into the policies. And those policies are translated into the discrete configurations across the whole infrastructure. So it radically simplifies and brings a lot of automation into that. But intent is not a one-time activity. Intent has to be continuously enforced over a period of time. And that's where the three remaining human principles come in. The first one is always learning. As human, we learn all the time what is new happening or what is changing around our environment. Similarly, 
this service constantly monitors with a lot of telemetry end-to-end that what is changing or what is, where are the changes happening or what states are changing or is there any disruptions or outages in applications, the servers, ADC, as well as in internet and cyber threat industry. But as a human, we evolved not just by learning, we evolved as a human by always adapting things. And that's exactly this service does is that when it learns that so many changes happening your end-to-end service, it continuously does the optimization automatically. And if you want to do that automation or for continuous optimization, this service gets you. It also has a built-in capabilities of self-healing. The many of the outages which may happen in the infrastructure, we can take care of that. Maybe we can discuss a little bit later into this uh, discussion. And the third is the as a human, we protect our most valuable assets. It could be our life, our family, or the watch which your mom gave you. Similarly, this service protects the, any digital enterprise's most valuable assets, which is applications and API. So when you combine these four things together as a human principle, the intent driven, always learning, always adapting, always protecting, we believe this is a paradigm a shift which we are bringing with a similar goal to simplify. When we talk about simplify, let's take a real life example here. Today, when you want to deploy applications in, let's say in any public cloud, that configuration or deployment is manual, most of it. It's error prone. And most important issue is it includes a lot of guesswork. Let's take an example of uh, in a public cloud like AWS, you want to build the application delivery infrastructure. You have to select the EC2 instance type. There are 200 of them, and you have to guess the right one. You have to select the ABC instance type, configure application servers to add, map DNS, and the primary reason for the customers to move to the cloud-based deployment is that take a benefit of auto-scale uh, but the challenge with auto scale is that, again, you have to do a lot of gas work of CPU, memory, throughput thresholds into that. And if your intent or requirement change, you go back to the square one and repeat that cycle multiple times. Into that. All those manual and gas work which happens today, you can now say no to that gas work. You can say no to that slow manual error prone configuration. So we take out the complexity, almost every step of application delivery on day zero and day two in this. And we believe that with this kind of a awesome automation, we can improve the operational efficiency up to 60%. Because you define the intent and this service does rest of it by translating that intent into policies and to the configuration. And if your intent changes, just go and change it, and we do rest. Then your intent could be as simple as that, I want to offer this kind of a latency a threshold and limit for these X number of applications in this Y number of geographies or countries. So we are super excited about it because this is built for IT to focus on business rather than on the syntax.
Is the data being pulled from the application itself and seeing its stress loads? Yes, absolutely. Because we have a, a strong, inherent, lot of telemetry capabilities all the way from servers, from the where the applications are hosted, to the ADCs looking at their utilization, the internet visibility. Let me give you one example of that. As I said, this is the continuously learning and adapting to the changes or degradation or the outages that are happening in your end-to-end infrastructure. Because we believe that it is humanly impossible to monitor the global network and fix problems uh, real-time manually to meet those SLAs which we want to deliver a best experience for that. We want to help our customers to optimize continuously with less IT intervention. What customers tell us is that at three different places where they see these biggest state changes happening. One is application server degradation. Over the period of time, because of some outages or hardware or software issues, performance goes down. This service continuously monitors all the time, all the application servers, and then if there are any performance issues, it can remove that server from load balancing automatically. So the SRE or the IT need not to get, get a call in the middle of the night for that. But if they're not ready yet for this full self-driving mode, we can still send a, a message to the admin with the prescription that uh, this server is seeing performance issues. You may like to remove that from the load balancing server pool for that. So there's the degradation, there's that exhaustion that comes when the demand fluctuations, and then there's the internet state changes that come where latency increases. And this is a much bigger issue now with distributed architectures, isn't it? Yes. And that's the reason we bring more value to the customer to get the end-to-end closed-loop automation for that. And it's a combination of uh, continuous optimization and self-feeling, but that liver is in the customer's hand how much they want this service to do it uh, for them, or they just want a notification and they want to do it themselves. But our whole goal is to help IT to optimize continuously with less and less IT intervention. There's a lot of good slides here. So... Why don't we move on to the next one where you're talking about uh, internet state visibility? This is the huge, huge pain point for every customer which we talk. And I think this is a huge transformational shift which we are bringing how application delivery infrastructure surface. As you know that internet state is dynamic. It is changing frequently. What changes? Latency changes, availability changes, the throughput uh, changes. And IT has no control because internet is not built by one company. It is a collective. But your application experience depends on this always changing dynamically internet state. And that impacts user experience In turn, it impacts user engagement, business growth, and GSLBs, which have been here for last two decades, are still remain internet state blind for that. Mm. And that is changing completely now. 
Citrix had a great technology called Citrix IPM technology, which monitors internet on almost real-time basis. This service monitors up to 10 billion data points per day, 1 billion user sessions, 50,000 networks across all kinds of CDN, ISPs, public cloud providers across 200 plus countries. So we are bringing that crystal ball to look into internet. And then that crystal ball of that insight helps you to not just better plan, design, and optimize for that. Let me show you some of the examples of that. It's not about what you know, it's about what you can do with it. First thing which we hear from our customers that when they want to deploy is a application delivery, the most difficult and controversial question comes into that. Where, what locations I deploy this application servers? And today, it is a completely guesswork. Most of the time, customers say, okay, I have a customer base in Europe and America and certain countries. Maybe I put one hosting location there. That's a guesswork there. What we are giving now our customers is a crystal ball, a data-driven decision-making tool for that, where they can come and decide, play around with this tool to run the scenarios that what if, if I put uh, my application servers in AWS, London, and Tokyo, and how the latency heat map really looks like. That's what you see in the left-hand side uh, scenario one. The green means uh, lower latency, the red means uh, higher latency for that. And then you can see that which markets you are in, and then you also understand the average global latency. In scenario two, you want to say, okay, what if I add a U.S. West in Sydney? And you see that U.S. becomes much greener. Of course, Australia becomes much greener. Certain parts of Asia becomes much greener. And of course, North America is super, super green here. So that gives you a simulation tool with the real-time data of 10 billion data. But it also have a historical data. And then you bring the sequence of that with what if, if I enable an internet-aware GSLB, which we are introducing and included in this new service and how you can use it? So with this, IT now can simulate various scenarios to choose the right optimal location for their application host. And also optimized with two very conflicting intent. One is the better user experience, and second one is the investment needed for to so many places to host the applications for that. So now IT has a data-driven decision-making tools even before they deploy anything. And they can run this simulation anytime they want to do it. And this is not about just day zero minus one. This is also about a day two Involvement also because Citrix continuously makes the recommendations for the best sites to application hosting even after deployment has been done and been running for the some time for that. So this is the real, real insightful, data-driven crystal ball tool which we are giving our customers to do this. Nothing like this exists in the market. So that's a huge value proposition which we are bringing with plan and design for that. The next 
value proposition is another huge outstanding As I said before, that GSLB have been here for two decades, but they don't have an internet state visibility. The current model of GSLB is very, very primitive. It is primitive because it only selects the pop or application server with a geographical distance. Let me give you a scenario here. Let's say you rolled out a new application in Japan, and then, but in Japan, you have not put the application servers yet. But you have application servers in Seoul, which is much physically closer to that. So it may pick up the Seoul servers to deliver applications in Japan. But Seoul servers may not have enough bandwidth. ISP may be having some problems. Maybe serving that content from Seattle server would have been far, far better for them. The current GSLBs cannot do that today because of the very basic geoproxy. With this Citrix ITM technology integration with that, GSLB has become not internet state aware, but also make it very actionable. Now it can select the POPs or the application hosting location, which delivers the lowest latency for each user. And of course, once you are inside that POP, it selects the best application server, which might have the fewest active connections. You can optimize for both. Another beauty of this is that this helps you to optimize for each and every individual user. That's a mass personalization which we are bringing that intelligence into that. And that's the reason we believe that when you bring this industry's first GSLB, which has an actionable internet state visibility, IT can feel more confident to deliver much better experience at global scale for that. So this is a software-based approach, correct? Absolutely. Customer doesn't have to buy any hardware. This is delivered from uh, cloud. This is a SaaS service. It will be available to start with in AWS and Azure. And we will be adding more public cloud support as we move forward. This is in public review, which you can try. And it will be available for commercial deployment or general availability in early January 2022. So intent is not just about application delivery. We are extending that intent to application security also. Our primary goal is for IT and our DevOps team to focus more on the business rather than keeping the lights on. So we are also integrating three very strong application and API security built into this, which is also an option if customer can add on to this service. So we bring a state-of-art web application firewall, which we bring the API protection also into that, and also the bot management, all three pieces together into this. So this is all integrated, giving you a comprehensive suite of application and API protection for simplicity. They are built through a single pass architecture, so it gives you a better performance and lower latency. So that option is available to our customer. But what we are more excited about is that how we extending that same intent-based networking to application and API security. What we hear from our customers is that they want to have a SSL certification from Qualys Labs for A-plus SSL certification. Today's implementation 
methodology for A plus certification is very manual. First, you have to understand what is A plus certification requirements are. You have to keep track of them. Then you have to translate that certification requirement into that uh, your environment that requires a skill set. Then you have to manually configure. Manual configuration can be error-prone, repetitive, time-consuming, and most importantly, boring for IT, to be honest. And then you have to manually monitor the compliance format. Yeah, so now you can configure it automatically, right? And that's defining the SSL policies. That means what else? We are giving the easy button. So in the UI of uh, this new service, there is a simple button and you say that I want SSL certification to be deployed. Press yes. And once you do that, it automatically does rest of it for you. It uh, defines the right SSL uh, policies, translate those policies into configuration, pushes that configuration to each and every ADCs and continuously also monitor all the SSL transactions and uh, reports any SSL mismatch from that. I think this is a quantum shift how the next generation application in API security infrastructure will be better. It is a small step, but a big step for application in API security. And we continue to add more and more functionality. We have a very vibrant roadmap to bring more functionalities into that. But out of the gate, it is still a fundamental shift how IT and DevOps team has to think about application delivery and security for that. All right, we got a few minutes left. What are the big points you want to hit before we go? I just wanted to summarize with a very simple slide, which we call it a bullet slide, which binds all the pieces together. This service comes with a single dashboard to help you design. You saw how it helps you to design what is the right server location, helps you to deploy with intent-based, and it gives you the amazing insights because we had a huge telemetry all across. You define intent, rest of is done by the service by translating into policies, and those policies are translated into configuration, which goes to the ADC. It is a very expansive self-learning capabilities from applications to application servers, ADCs, internet, and as well as the user devices for that. So we're continuously learning about the baselines, trends, anomalies, state changes, cyber threats, and always adopting with all those changes in the not just internet state changes, infrastructure state changes, but also changes into demand and intent and cyber threats. And for cyber threats, is always protecting with a comprehensive solution of web application firewall, API protection, and bot management, because with that, you can continuously optimize and sell for that. And we believe it is a hugely, hugely differentiated solution in the marketplace. It's intent-driven, awesomely automated, does a continuous optimization self-filling. It is the industry's only service which has an actionable internet state awareness for application delivery and helps you across the whole life cycle of design, deploying, optimize, and also have a pretty holistic application and API protection built into that. I strongly encourage the viewers to try this service. It is available for public review now, and it will be available in GA in January. 
Pankaj, thank you so much for this demo today. I'm loving the descriptions and the the approach you've taken. I want all our listeners and viewers to take a look if they're interested in application delivery. And we're always interested in your feedback on topics such as load balancing. There's a lot of new innovation in this space with application delivery as we start thinking more about what is the application? What is the services that compose the application? And so these application delivery mechanisms, I expect will be changing and all kinds of good things I expect from Citrix in the coming months and years ahead. So thank you so much, Pankaj, and we'll be back again soon. Thank you, Alex. Citrix offers production-grade, fully supported application delivery solutions that provide the most comprehensive integration with Kubernetes platforms and open source tools, greater scale and lower latency, consistent application and API security, and a holistic observability stack. Thanks for listening. Subscribe on Simplecast to listen to more episodes of the new Stack Makers. Then create and share your favorite audiogram using our Simplecast player. For more great stories, go to thenewstack.io.